Hello and welcome back to this episode of High Yield Podcast of Medicine. This is an introductory episode to anxiety disorders. Even though we would not go through the DSM-5 criteria for each disorder individually in this episode, this is still considered a very high yield episode as we are going to compare and contrast pathophysiologic findings, definitions, and important psychodynamic defense mechanisms, as well as imaging findings in different anxiety disorders. Before going to the list and definition of what's outlined under the anxiety disorders in DSM-5, I would like you to remember obsessive compulsive and related disorders as well as stress-related disorders are not categorized under anxiety disorders. In other words, conditions such as obsessive-compulsive disorder itself, or trichotillomania, hoarding disorder, or skin-picking disorders are not classified under anxiety disorders, nor are conditions such as PTSD or acute stress disorder. So let's briefly review the list of conditions we are going to discuss with their definitions. The list of conditions under anxiety disorder under DSM-5 include 1. Separation anxiety disorder 2. Selective mutism 3. 4 and 5 discusses different types of phobias including specific phobias versus social anxiety or phobia versus agoraphobia Number six is generalized anxiety disorder. Number seven and eight include two important differentials in each psychiatric disorders, including substance or medication-induced anxiety disorder versus anxiety disorder due to other medical conditions. And finally, number nine is panic disorder. DSM-5 also talks about unspecified anxiety disorder at the end of the list. So what is separation anxiety disorder? As self-explanatory as it is, it's simply a fear of separation from loved ones that is not appropriate or commensurate with the developmental stage and can manifest with worries, nightmares, or other physical symptoms when, for example, leaving the home or sleeping away from loved ones. For the exact criteria and threshold, we will discuss them separately in different episodes. What is selective mutism? The lack of ability to speak in certain social situations despite the ability to speak in other conditions. What is social anxiety disorder? It's an irrational fear of public situations. Right here, you may think that if the manifestation of anxiety in response to public situations is just mutism, it's called selective mutism, but if other symptoms common to anxiety disorders manifest in social situations, that is social phobia. What's specific phobia? Again, as a self-explanatory name, it indicates anxiety symptoms related to specific things. Could be heights, could be needles, could be closed spaces, or certain animals or strangers. We will discuss them separately later on. One specific phobia has received a separate 
class name in DSM-5 and that is agoraphobia. What's the definition of agoraphobia? When anxiety symptoms are developed in places or situations where escape is difficult or impossible, such as crowded spaces, outside open spaces, etc. The patients with agoraphobia either avoid such situations or get significantly distressed in such situations. How do we conceptualize the main disorder that is generalized anxiety disorder? It is a presence of excessive and uncontrollable anxiety or worry about multiple activities, events or circumstances of everyday life and results in significant impairment in important areas of function. What is definition of panic disorder? For defining panic disorder, you need to know panic attacks and then we define panic disorder as a condition in which we have spontaneous panic attacks. If you are asked which one of the anxiety and related disorders are commonly associated with anticipatory anxiety, remember that is panic disorder. Also, if you are asked which one of the anxiety related disorders are associated with multiple autonomic nervous system somatic symptoms, that's also panic disorder. For definition of substance and medication induced anxiety or anxiety disorder due to another medical condition, we will review just the list of such substances and medications as well as the medical conditions commonly associated with anxiety. And finally, what's unspecified anxiety disorder? It's a condition associated with symptoms of anxiety that does not meet criteria for any of the previously mentioned disorders. Now, what are the general signs and symptoms of anxiety disorders? Signs and symptoms include physical as well as psychological signs and symptoms. Physical signs include twitching, shakiness, muscle tension, shortness of breath, hyperventilation, fatigability, aching such as backache or headache versus possibility of paresthesias. And then we also have autonomic hyperactivity signs such as flushing, pallor, tachycardia, palpitation, sweating, cold hands, diarrhea, dry mouth, urinary frequency and finally difficulty swallowing. The psychological symptoms of anxiety disorders include feelings of dread, difficulty concentrating, hypervigilance, insomnia, decreased libido, upset stomach that patient may define them as butterflies or finally lumps in the throat. Remember patient complains of such feeling of lump in the throat while there is no objective physical exam findings for them. Now talking about epidemiology of anxiety disorders which one is the most common type of anxiety disorder? That is phobias with 10% of population involved. What's the second most common? That's generalized anxiety disorders. What's the male to female ratio in different anxiety disorders? All anxiety disorders are twice as likely in women than in men, except panic disorder without agoraphobia. What's the common age of onset for different anxiety disorders? Usually late childhood to early adulthood. What are the important biological and neurotransmitter markers of different anxiety disorders. Remember the top of the list is imbalance of catecholamines versus GABA. Describe the imbalance of catecholamines and GABA in anxiety disorders. Anxiety involves excessive sympathetic tone, 
with increased levels of catecholamines and decreased levels of gamma-aminobutyric acid. You can simply think of anxiety disorders as a state of CNS irritability and hyperactivity, so it is logical to think the main inhibitory neurotransmitter, GABA, has decreased levels, while the main excitatory neurotransmitter, which is norepinephrine, has increased levels. In functional studies of brain, what areas of brain show hyperactivity in anxiety disorders? Temporal cerebral cortex, as well as the major brain certain of neuroadrenergic neurons, which is locus ceruleus. And finally, what changes in sleep could be seen in anxiety disorders? Decreased REM latency and decreased stage 4 sleep. In other words, the same changes that happen in depression could develop in different anxiety disorders. And finally, what category of anxiety disorders could be associated with hyperactivity in the amygdala? That is social anxiety, also known as social phobia. What lab experiment could be used as an, again, experimental assessment of anxiety disorders? Infusion of lactate resulting in increased norepinephrine levels. What type of anxiety disorder is most commonly associated with this lab finding? Increased norepinephrine and production of anxiety after experimental infusion of lactate most commonly seen with panic disorders. If you are asked about a researcher who is designing a study to measure different metabolites of certain neurotransmitters, what metabolite you assume to show strongest correlation with anxiety disorders, metabolites of norepinephrine. Remember, the main metabolite of norepinephrine in CNS is 3-methoxy-4-hydroxyphenylglycol. True or false assessment of catecholamine metabolites or injection of lactate are specific tests for assessment and diagnosis of anxiety disorders. That is false. There is no specific laboratory tests for assessment of anxiety disorder. Same way, remember, there is no consistent imaging finding associated with the anxiety disorders. And finally, let's compare and contrast some psychodynamics elements, including defense mechanisms, seen in different anxiety disorders. What are the common defense mechanisms observed in phobias? Displacement is seen in different types of phobias, including agoraphobia. What defense mechanisms could be seen in anxiety disorder and panic disorder? Regression. How do you explain regression in the setting of generalized anxiety disorder or panic? Anxiety overwhelms personality that results in total breakdown of mature defense mechanisms and therefore a regression to an earlier developmental stage. By the way, do you remember what is the common defense mechanism used in obsessive compulsive disorder? That is undoing and reaction formation. We will talk about this later. And finally, what are the general treatment options available for different anxiety disorders? A combination of pharmacologic as well as psychotherapeutic approaches are available. What psychotherapies are usually recommended? Cognitive behavior therapy, psychodynamic therapy, and group or family therapies. What are the general pharmacologic managements available? Benzodiazepines, SSRIs, uh, tricyclic antidepressants, beta blockers, venlafaxine, buspirone, and certain 
anticonvulsant anxiolytics. True or false, insight-oriented psychotherapy is not a recommended choice for psychosocial interventions for anxiety. That's false. Insight-oriented psychotherapy, similar to supportive psychotherapy, behavior therapy, and family or group therapy, is one of the successful options for psychotherapies in anxiety disorder. Thank you. This finishes our brief introduction to anxiety disorders. What comes next is detailed discussion on criteria, diagnosis, and management of each individual disorder.